You're now listening to Eat Sleep Fantasy. Fantasy. Where the fantasy football party happens, bitches. Uh, bitches. Sucking their own dick. 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 Maybe football, time permitting. ESF is where fantasy meets fun. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, otherwise known as the McRib of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. Que hola, Dale. What's up? The McRib of Fantasy Football. That means uh, we're not for everybody. Um, right. We're kind of disgusting sometimes unless you really, really want a McRib, and then it's good. I don't know about disgusting, but, you know. No, McRibs are right disgusting. Here. What do you mean you don't it's, know? We're kind of like niche. Like a lot of people love us. A lot of people hate us. Yeah. You know. We got only haters. good sometimes of the year. They say it's good to have haters, right? Yeah, but uh, at what point is there too many haters? <laughs> have, we, have we hit that threshold yet? <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe we should have some followers before we have this many haters. <laughs> the hater to uh, love ratio is like 80 to 20. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Hey, a lot of people love us. Also, if you want to hear me trash talk Dale, just visit my Twitter handle at Fantasy. If you want to visit Dale's sad Twitter handle, you can visit at Dale underscore I've been fantasy. doing a lot of Sneed hate talk. Um, so if you enjoy hearing... Uh, bad things about willie sneed you can always hit me up uh hit the show up on twitter at eat sleep ff as well all right without any further ado our episode today we're going to be doing a mock draft but before we get into that there's a few pieces of news that we need to cover so let's go ahead and get into the news all right uh do you want to talk about mike williams at all he's uh planning to miss entire training camp no Okay. Yeah, I, I, I fully expect that he's yeah. going to miss a significant portion of the season. Yeah. Something to keep an eye out for, um, especially for those in deep leagues that have tight end premiums, such as a Scott Fishbowl, if you're in that and you're listening, or other leagues that you might have uh, need a tight end. Larry Donnell signed with the Ravens um, because their current tight end, Crockett Gilmore, uh, suffered a pretty bad injury last week. Um, I think that's pretty important to know. Yeah. Now they're kind of left with a bunch of guys where you're you're wondering who it's going to end up being because they still have got uh, Max Williams on the roster. They've got Ben Watson. Um, ultimately, it's going to come down to either Watson or Donnell for that starting tight end spot. Um, but yeah, the Ravens are cursed, maybe. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I want you to overreact about Andrew Luck week one questions, uh, week one status in question. Um, let's hear it panic uh um, well the with your hands in the air i'm not gonna run around the room with my hands in the air but andrew luck himself was the one that didn't want to commit to playing week one yeah so that's a little alarming like i don't know we i know on our our drop list our little like thing the little buttons thing we don't have like a panic button <laughs> no. you need to add that button yeah, for yeah. the next podcast okay. or maybe add a little panic here in the in, <laughs> in the post-production um, you know, maybe like, you know, those sirens that I'm go not, off. When I am way like too a... lazy to look up drops and add it in here. So, well, okay. Well, for the next <laughs> podcast, if you can get me, you know, like, like the nuclear siren thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where people that live in South Florida know what Turkey point is, you know, that little like siren thing that goes off and there's like a warning. Right. Right. The testing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, not a test. It's a little. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I haven't moved him down yet. He's still four for me. Yeah, I have him three. Um, and I'm I'm okay with that. And I haven't moved him yet. So let's let's wait. Let's let the off season play out and the preseason start before we start really panicking. Um, another uh, good piece of news is uh, Jacquez Rogers. Um, he's definitely the favorite to start. We kind of knew that already, but um, James Lane, uh, I'm sorry, Jenna Lane, then Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, reported that the team is hoping that Rodgers can uh, step in Doug Martin's role. Right. And I saw some some news come out over the weekend that, you know, there's a chance that Doug Martin might not get his job back once he comes back. I don't buy it. Um, yeah, I don't buy that at all. No. I know there's a lot of people um, that are, are wholeheartedly buying into that. I'm not. Yeah. Doug Martin is going to be given the opportunity to be the guy when he comes back. And if he does not prove it this year, he'll be out in Tampa Bay. However, he'll be given the crack at it. Jacquiz Rogers has filled in admirably in his games that he's done so, but he will not be the starter for 16 games a season, like a hundred percent certain of that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm buying into uh, Martin this year. It's a shame that he's out for the first three games because if he wasn't, I would have him as a solid running back too, uh, coming into the year. And it just sucks that he's going to miss three games. Um, what other news do you have? Uh, there's a couple of pieces of information here that I think are important. Uh, the Cardinals, a lot of people were thinking maybe this is the year that we see a step back from Larry Fitzgerald and finally see John Brown go back to being 2015 and even better, not what we saw last year with a career-low 39 catches for John Brown. But now, as of Saturday, um, you know John Brown suffered a quad injury, could miss a couple days, whatever, expected to miss You know maybe all of training camp, actually. I don't know if this is going to linger into the season, but it's something to keep an eye on because those injuries can linger. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a lot of people are betting on this guy to be the number one for Arizona this year. I don't know. No, no. He's worth uh, definitely keep an eye out for. Uh, I don't care about Jeremy Langford suffering an injury at camp. He's whatever. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. Gio Bernard's already practicing again. He practiced again on Friday. Yeah. Kind of like surprising both of yeah. us, right? Because – I think me and you together, we've been saying that we weren't, we had no idea what Bernard was up to. I don't know if this is a surprise to anybody else. Definitely a surprise to me uh, that he's already practicing um, after suffering uh, the ACL injury what, eight, nine months ago. So eight months ago. Yeah. That's really fast turnaround. Week 11, he tore his ACL. Yeah. Uh, medicine is crazy, especially with ACL injuries. I think they're doing them better and better, repairing them. Yeah. But you see guys like Jamal Charles who missed, you know, the another season afterwards after tearing his ACL again, like this is impressive. Yeah. All right. I think that does it for the news today. Not a crazy news day. Um, let's get in the mock, but first, uh, Christian, you have something to say about our new partner. I do want to take a second here, Dale, to tell our listeners quickly about draft party USA. Uh, what draft party USA does. It's in their name. It's basically offer you a way to host your draft party without all the headache. They're an all-inclusive draft party package, basically across the best 
you know, locations that they've already vetted across the country. They just opened up now in Seattle and Honolulu as additional locations for anybody listening in those areas. What they basically offer is a place, uh, a location that they've already researched um, where you can get premium draft supplies, all-inclusive food and beverage packages, and base and you know are offering you your draft board, whatever it is, the things that you need for your draft without having to go and buy each individual thing and have the headache of getting all your people together and all that. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, you go in, you just pay one price to have the draft party at that location and uh, you don't have to worry about splitting the bills or anything like that. You just pay and then you get drink tickets, you get the food and all that stuff. Um, really they have, uh, like Christian said, you know, Seattle and Honolulu are just a couple locations that they have ready to go. Uh, but really they had nationwide anywhere from, you know, California all the way out to Buffalo, New York. So definitely check them out at draft party. Uh, I'm sorry, draftpartyusa.com. It can also, uh, you can call them at 702-781-1148. Uh, definitely check them out. All right, let's get into our mock draft today. Uh, what everybody has been waiting for. Hold um, on. You got to play the job. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite drop. <laughs> oh, that and the mail drop. Those are my two favorite drops. <laughs> yeah, the, the mail drop's good. Um, all right, so today we are going to do a basic snake draft, uh, half PPR, I think. So to try to include a little bit of everybody, we'll kind of try to give you some good tips on uh, half points get this per tip, baby. We're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, which is a running back and a wide receiver, and or, mm-hmm. sorry, not and or, or wide receiver, uh, kicker, defense, and we'll do six bench spots, keeping it light. Mm. You got that? Click on start your draft. We're doing this at draftwizard.fantasypros.com. You could just go to Fantasy Pros and just do a, a mock draft yeah, there. Exactly. Oh. Very easy way to prepare. Um, we're drafting from the ninth overall spot, putting us in a kind of weird position but Lev Bell, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott go the one, two, three. You're seeing that in a lot of drafts, yep. although some people are dropping uh, Zeke. Antonio Brown goes four. We see a few wide receivers there go back to back with Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, and then Julio Jones. Then the next run of running back starts with LaShawn McCoy and Melvin Gordon. And now we're left deciding amongst several pretty good guys. Um, but there's a guy here that I know you love. Yeah. Uh, who's in a tier above the rest i think for both of us i think so it's close i mean mike evans and jordy nelson are you know available at nine i think it's a little early for jordy i have no issues at all taking mike evans at nine uh here in a half point ppr here with mike evans at nine i think we'll be left still with a nice group of running backs to choose from there's a lot of guys still in my second tier running backs that are left I know McCoy and Melvin Gordon are gone, but you still got DeMarco Murray, Dev- uh, Devonta Freeman, Jay Ajayi. A lot of those guys that still fall on my next tier of running backs are are available, while Mike Evans sits on that group. Maybe AJ Green, because we've seen it before, but he sits in that group kind of alone in that other tier. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to go ahead and draft Mike Evans? Correct. Okay. So we draft Mike Evans here. And uh, oh. right after Mike Evans goes Jordy Nelson and A.J. Green. J.H.I. finishes it up uh, the first round 
Ooh. And then we have a run of running backs, including oh, Ajay. Man. We have Murray, Freeman, and Jordan Howard. That did not work out. No, because I was hoping Ajay or Howard would be available there. Or Freeman or Murray, <laughs> and they all went. Yeah, yeah, nice little Every run. running back went right before our pick. Right. So now if we want to get a running back, we're looking at uh, Todd Gurley, Lamar Miller, Isaiah Crowell, um, Leonard Fournette, maybe, uh, if we yes. really want a running back. However, I think the wide on receiver, the other side, <laughs> the wide we've receivers got are left. both T.Y. Hilton and Michael Thomas – who are, to me, a step above Lamar Miller or Todd Gurley or Leonard Fournette. 100%. Um, so, in a half-point PPR, I don't love starting out receiver-receiver, but, you know, when the mock or when you're in a draft room and everybody's zigging, chances are you should zag. That's right. Um, yeah, I have no issues with Michael Thomas or T.Y. Hilton here. I would like T.Y. But... Any hesitation there with T.Y.? None at all. I mean, okay, we just talked about the Luck news at all. Would he? How much is he moving if Luck misses any time in the beginning of the season? I mean, he goes down. Like that's Luck's. That's Luck's boy right there. Right. But, I mean, that's so, that goes the same with Michael Thomas. He's he's not the player he is without Drew Brees. I know Drew yes, Brees is not, but Drew Brees is not expected to miss any time. Drew Brees <laughs> has missed one game in in I don't know how many seasons, but. I think it's in the, like the past eight seasons he's missed one game, something like that. Yeah, right. Two um, years ago, where he played fifteen games. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. I don't mind going wide receiver, wide receiver. I'm just not a huge fan of going into draft saying I'm going to go. You know, I'm not taking a running back in the first two rounds. You let the value fall to you. This just so happens. Michael Thomas and T.Y. Hilton are here. I'm okay. I was. Uh, I led the Mike Evans pick. I'll let you pick here. I would take uh, T.Y. Hilton. Okay. So we start the draft with Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton. Not bad. Everybody's draft looks pretty good in the first two rounds, I guess. <laughs> uh, so after we took T.Y. Hilton, uh, Michael Thomas was drafted right after. Um, later on, we have DeAndre Hopkins in the late second. Lamar Miller in the last pick of the second round, which is pretty good value for him, I think. I agree. Allen Robinson was picked in the beginning of the third, along with Mar- Amari Cooper. Marshawn Lynch was picked at 3-5. Devontae Adams at 3-8. Um, that's early. Yeah, that's a little early for me. And Alshon Jeffrey was at 3-6. Both, yeah, I go think, ahead and are a little bit of a reach. Show me who are the best available running backs and wide receivers here, Dale. So some of the running backs we're looking at right now, Carlos Hyde, Christian McCaffrey, um, Joe Mixon, Ty Montgomery. Okay. I think... I got... I got two guys on my mind here that I think um, one of them we could pick now and the other one would come back to us. It would not make for a great starting one-two in running backs, but when you have a very nice one-two in wide receivers, you can play a little bit around with the running backs. Um, I I kind of like Carlos Hyde here, actually, um, and I'll tell you why. He, in 13 games last year was was very productive if we can get the same amount of games with him because i'm never going to project out 16 games for carlos Hyde, i think you'll be happy here in the back of the third round with him and i think we can get a very solid running back two in round four in spencer ware i do i think tom montgomery spencer ware in the next round would be really nice i'm okay with either of those guys in the next round carlos Hyde. If we don't get either of those guys, then I'd be okay with trying if he falls for maybe a Travis Kelsey. I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be opposed. 
Carlos Hyde. I don't want Kelsey here. No, no, I agree. We need a running back right now. Carlos Hyde, I think, is hated on a little too much. He's on a really bad team, and like you said, he was productive last year in the games he played. Um, Agreed. And I think the hype that he, quote unquote, could cut or whatever, is just draft, dropping his stock a little bit before you can get him at value. I think a value right now, the end of the right. third round, I'm okay with Carlos Hyde. If we and if we also get, I know you you're on the Montgomery train, but if we get Spencer Ware on the way back, looking at Ware's numbers, he was incredibly productive last year. Was just lacking the touchdowns. Okay, fair enough. Ooh, uh, this so is going to be interesting. First quarterback was taken off the board in the fourth round. Aaron Rodgers, not bad. Before Rodgers was taken, Keenan Allen and Ty Montgomery were drafted. Joe Mixon was drafted in the back of the third round. Just want to say that I think that's a little early. It's a little early for a rookie to have two veterans that are healthy still on the team. That both of these veterans, it's not like they weren't productive last season. We keep saying the word productive. Maybe get away from that. But they were both good last year. Um, of course, Jeremy Hill is a great goal line guy. He can get in the end zone. Giovanni Bernard is a great pass catcher and really good when you get him in the open field. So. Taking Joe Mixon that early, I can understand maybe if you really believe that he's going to take over, taking him before Hill and Bernard, but not this not this far, in my opinion. So we have an interesting position here, Dale, because we've got two guys, pretty much the the uh, one, two out of, out of the three possible productive guys in Kansas City, um, where I would be very happy to take either one. So we took Carlos Hyde. I was hoping we could get either Spencer Ware or Travis Kelsey on our way back. Uh, Ty Montgomery was the guy you were looking at, but he just won a couple picks ago. So where are you leaning here? Because I know that you have some differences in terms of who you think are the best players available, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, Well, Travis Kelsey is my number one tight end. I have no problem drafting him this early, especially in a half-point PPR. I think Travis Kelsey... We're, if we don't grab Kelsey here, we won't get an elite tight end, an elite pass-catching tight end. And giving that as half PPR, I think I'm leaning Kelsey a little bit. And I'm okay with that if pick. It, if it was standard, um, I would say grab Spencer Ware. I think the half-point PPR just leans me a little bit more towards Kelsey. I think Ware, <clears throat> I think Ware will be a very productive running back in, in even full PPR leagues. I think people forget... Uh, how he started out the season um, <laughs> with over 100 yards receiving in that very first game. I think he's he's productive enough yeah. where his receptions are actually a bonus. But if you want to go Kelsey, I have no problem with it. But it now, give us a nice starting point. If we don't, and I think. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if we don't get where here, we're gonna be stuck with that next tiered running backs of Eddie Lacy, Delvin Cook, Amir Abdullah. Right. But here's the thing, and here's what I've been doing here, and I know a lot of people are scared to do this, and I'm not. I've pretty much done this with most of my teams already, and I think I'm going to continue to do it. Um, You just stock up on running backs. It's what people said last year, and it worked out for so many players. It worked out for Jay Ajayi. It worked out for Melvin Gordon. It worked out for LaShawn McCoy, which he got at the back of the third round last year. So many of these players were drafted later and i mean todd Gurley was a top two pick last year at running back at the running back position right 
these middle round running backs, there's going to be a lot of value. And if we stock up on them, like I've done in several drafts already. So let's say we do get an Eddie Lacy and we put him with a Paul Perkins and maybe get a LeGarrette Blount or Amir Abdullah and, and we get a few of those guys. All we need to have is a solid one. That running back two position is probably going to be the easiest position for us to try to plug and play throughout the season because we just got to find a starting running back in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So right now our uh, roster is T.Y. Hilton, Mike Evans, Carlos Hyde, and are we going to draft Kelsey Travis Kelsey. Okay. Yep. I'm okay with the first four rounds here. And I don't love drafting tight ends so early, but in the middle, in the in in, in the fourth round, uh, Travis Kelsey to me is a good value. I do too. And I I'm a huge proponent of waiting for tight ends, uh, along with running backs. But if he's there, the, I think it's a good value. The beautiful thing here about the, what just happened is that after we took Travis Kelsey, there was a bunch of uh, wide receivers, a couple quarterbacks. Only three running backs were drafted in that whole way back, if I'm not mistaken. Can you keep going? Can you keep going up there, Dale? Yeah, sorry. I I uh, I'm just wanted to see how many running backs were drafted between those two. I'm sorry. Three. Okay. All right. So we still uh, Spencer Ware was one of them, and Eddie Lacy was another one, um, and Christian McCaffrey also went. But we still have got plenty of good running backs on the board. Um, we. I, I don't tend to look at the quarterback's position super early either, but, you know, you got Russell Wilson still on the board there. Um, so where are, you, where are you looking at here, Dale? Uh, I think we're definitely looking at a running back. I am a Amir Abdullah believer this year. Uh, I think I I trusted him last year and I got burned. I'm going to give him one more chance this year. He's going to be on a lot of my teams just because he's falling a little bit more than I think he should. He's a solid running back too, and he's going, you know, anywhere between twenty four and thirty usually in, in most mock drafts I'm doing. So I do want to talk about a couple of the running backs here on the board, Dale. Um Mike Gillisley is a player that a lot of people are loving in this spot. We saw what Legarrette Blunt did last year in that offense. Right now, as it stands, Gillisley is set to be the number one guy in New England. Do you have any confidence that he'll be you know, a super productive New England running back? Or will it be back to a few years ago where you just don't know what's going to happen at the running back position? No, I like Gilsley a lot, especially because he's a Gator and he knows how to find the end zone. Oh, God. <laughs> um, he was very, I mean, his yards per carry were awesome in, in Buffalo running behind LaShawn McCoy. I know it's a running team and, you know, it was set up for that. But I like Gilsley a lot. His ADP is around 70 right now. Uh, right now we're picking in the fifth round, so I think it's a little too early for Gillisley, but I think we could pick up, like you said, stock up on running backs. I wouldn't mind somebody like even Delvin Cook, uh, Delvin Cook, I'm sorry, or um, Amir Abdullah here, and then we can get Gillisley stock up on the next pick. I bet you Gillisley will still be available if we get Abdullah here. I would not take, um, I would not take Delvin Cook here. For me, the picks are between Amir Abdullah, uh, Paul Perkins, and Mike Gillisley. Unless you're considering a different position where we could forego another running back and stock up on an elite wide receiver three. If you can show, uh, if you could tell our listeners what the available wide receivers are. Sure. The available wide receivers right now, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me, um, where is this at? I'm sorry. Where are the available wide receivers? What's going on here? Running backs, wide receivers, there you go, sorry. 
Uh, right now we have Emmanuel Sanders, Julian Edelman, Tyreek Hill, Jamison Crowder, um, Willie Sneed, Too Rich for My Blood, Dante Moncrief, Brandon Marshall. I would love to have Brandon Marshall on, on this team. I'll talk you into him maybe next couple rounds. No. I would love to have Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders on this team if you were interested. I think we just need to go for a running back right now. I would right. vote for Amir Abdullah. I'm okay with that. I, I Honestly, it would be between Amir Abdullah or Emmanuel Sanders for me. So if you want to go Abdullah, I'm fine. Okay. I say Abdullah. Um, also, I, I know I mentioned ADP. I don't draft to the ADP. I don't think Christian does either. But I think it's a great guide to see where these players are going to go. Most of your league mates will draft by ADP. Uh, fortunately for us, that means we can kind of predict where they're going to go and if they're going to be available to us. It's okay to reach if you believe in a player and if you've done your own research. It's okay to reach beyond their ADP. But I like to look at it as a guide to say, hey, where are my league mates going to draft this guy and will he be available next round? How, how long can I push it until... I can pick them. So that's what I do. I'll go ahead and draft Amir Abdullah, and Amir Abdullah will be our second. Next pick Emmanuel Sanders. Of course it was. Yeah, second RB. So we have Carlos Hyde, Amir Abdullah, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, Travis Kelsey. Pretty solid. I know our running backs aren't strong, but I think both of our running backs are solid RB2s at this point in Hyde and Abdullah. So if you want to knock us for that, I'm okay because we have Evans, Hilton, and Kelsey. So after that last pick, uh, let's see who was picked. Uh, like you said, Emmanuel Sanders, Greg Olson, another tight end off the board. Tyreek Hill, Russell Wilson uh, was picked at the beginning of the six. Mike Gillisley was picked 6-2. So kind of sucks for us there. Yep, a little bit. And Delvin Cook. That's fine. Delvin Cook just went. So tell us the list of available wide receivers and running backs. A lot of our listeners are probably wondering why we haven't gone after a quarterback yet, but this is this is the reason why we have not. Uh, read the list of available quarterbacks there, Dale. Sure. So coming into the uh, sixth round, late six, the available quarterbacks are Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Mariota, Winston, Cam Newton, Roethlisberger, Carr, Prescott, Rivers, Stafford, Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton. Every single one of those guys I'm happy with on my team. Yeah, if we get to the eighth round, Kirk Cousins is still there. I might look at it. If we get to the ninth or tenth round, Cam Newton's yeah, still there. Might look at it. It's all about but value. Yeah, you can keep you can keep waiting until you see a value at the quarterback position. But for the most part, if you can get a Philip Rivers in the twelfth round, why wouldn't you just wait till then? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So the running backs that are available, Bilal Powell fell a little bit longer than I thought he would. Ooh, that he's, is nice. He's sitting there. Uh, we also have Frank Gore, Danny Woodhead, Paul Perkins, and LeGarrette Blunt. I do like Perkins a little bit here. Um, I was talking on Twitter a little bit where he's just he's just a guy. He's not super talented. Um, and sometimes a lot of people will say, oh, opportunity is everything in fantasy football. But uh, opportunity needs to be paired with talent. Um, however, it's not like he's terrible either. So I think he'll do well enough with the opportunity to be given that he's given, especially if he's being drafted like a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick right now, yeah. uh, where he would be our third running back to kind of solidify and bolster up this this position. Also, Bilal Powell in an offense where what else are they going to do? Like who else? Like it's going to be him and Forte um, to s- some extent. 
But that's it. Like, they don't have any weapons on that offense. Like, they have to give it to Powell. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like those two options here. Uh, can you also read the list of available wide receivers to our listeners just to so we can get a little bit of a, an idea of what we're thinking about? Yeah. Julian Edelman, uh, Jamison Crowder, Dante Moncrief, Willie Sneed, Brandon Marshall, and Kelvin Benjamin. That's where right. I'm going. Uh, Pierre Garcon. Yeah. And that's fine. So I think if we were to take a Perkins or a Powell here, we could still get another good wide receiver that could you know, offer up as a either flex or a first bench wide receiver. We'll swap in depending on the need week by week, but we can definitely wait here because we can get Sneed later. We can get uh, a bunch of guys later yep. um, that I'm looking at this list that yep. I would be so comfortable oh, with yeah. on yeah. our bench. For sure. Like, we still got Macklin there. We've still got Tyrell Williams rounds and rounds later. So yeah. go ahead and... I. I I'm slightly leaning Powell. I don't know about you. Yeah. Powell I'm, or Perkins. I yeah. Know I'm, just I'm, I'm right on the fence. I'm 50, 50 uh, Powell and Perkins. I think are both good value here. I would lean a little more towards both teams have shit to figure out. <laughs> uh, Perkins is on the better offense. Do you want to lean Perkins? Let's lean Perkins. Powell Let's, is the better player. Yeah, he is. I, I agree with that, 100%. Let's go with opportunity here. I think Perkins has more opportunity. Okay. All right. That's why it's so close, because you kind of are figuring slightly more opportunity for Perkins, but better uh, talent with Powell. But it's either way. We were okay. So Perkins right now is listed as our running back three. Which is basically we'll likely, put our flex, maybe. Might also be our bench uh, running back, depending Most likely. on what we do at the wide receiver Most position. Because there's really good wide receivers here. Jameson Crowder Ooh. is still here. Hey, um, hey, Dale. What's up? You know who's still on the board? Who? As our flex or bench spot? I'm not drafting Willie Sneed this early. Willie Sneed. <laughs> I'm not drafting Willie Sneed this early. What are we in, the seventh round? Uh, it is the seventh round, and that is officially mm. two rounds too early. Hashtag no, two rounds too early. Oh my god. Where are we at right now? Seventy nine? We are at uh pick eighty one. Pick eighty one? You're not taking Willie Sneed? No, no. I'm hundred percent would have Jameson Crowder, uh, Pierre Garcon, or I would rather I I would rather have Jameson Crowder, but man, you're whack for not even liking Willie Sneed there. Um so there's Two wide, re- three wide receivers I like here, so that's good. We've got a pick and wide receiver between Jamison Crowder, Willie Sneed, or Jeremy Macklin for me. I know you like Garcon as well. Yeah. Those are the three guys that I'm looking at. Also, a possibility is yet another running back because I, I feel super confident with our two wide receivers that I wouldn't have to re- draft another one. But we could stash yet another running back, feel okay, um, especially if we want a guy that maybe we can just plug in and feel okay with, like maybe a Frank Gore. <laughs> uh, would a you take John Lee Stewart over Blunt? Frank Gore? Uh, no, I would not. I would consider it. I believe in McCaffrey. Okay. You don't think they can coexist? Um, I think they will... I think McCaffrey will have a little bit more of the running work and McCaffrey will have all of the receiving work. Fair enough. 
so we have Frank Gore. Um, I would vote against that. Okay. What about Blunt? Laguerre Blunt. I okay. I think it's a pretty a pretty decent pick right here. I don't know if we we have. So let's stop for one second though. Okay. Would you rather have Blunt or would you rather have one of those wide receivers that we just mentioned, like Jamison Crowder? Jamison Crowder. I agree. And I think we could wait, get another, get a fourth wide, re- a fourth running back on the way back, and be very happy with that. I agree. But I think Jamison Crowder's is, and a couple of those other receivers are a notch above this group of running back. They're a tier above. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would feel very comfortable. You knock Paul Perkins out of that flex spot. You put Jamison Crowder in that flex spot, and you have Perkins serve as kind of your RB two. If one of those other two running backs don't work out, which likely is is what's going to happen, right? So with our running back position, we're basically playing with numbers and hoping one of these guys hits. But let's say Carlos Hyde is out, boom, you plug in Paul Perkins, right? So that's exactly what we're doing on a running back position. And we can do that because we've afforded that opportunity to ourselves with Mike Evans and T.Y. Hilton as our starting wide receivers. Right. So let's do Jamison Crowder. Boom. Drop it. Drafted. All right, so after Jamison Crowder was picked, we had Delaney Walker. Cam Newton actually went in the back of the seventh round, surprising. Uh, Hunter Henry, Dante Moncrief, Frank Gore, and Willie Sneed right before our picks. Yeah. Damn you, Dale. <laughs> Willie Sneed, 8-3. That's probably a round early. Um, you can't blame if If you really believe Willie Sneed. perfect. Like, if you get Willie Sneed at 8-3, you did a good job. If you get Willie Sneed in the ninth round, you are a realist. Okay. Okay, I won't get into that. I think okay. if you get I, him in the ninth round, you waited around too long at least. Okay. Believe what you want. All right, man, that like really brought down the show. <laughs> All right, so uh, right now I'll just kind of recap our roster here. We have Carlos Hyde, Amir Abdullah, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton. So we have two wide receiver ones. We have two running back twos. Travis Kelsey, who is my tight end one for the year. Paul Perkins and Jameson Crowder. Which are flex options. So strong wide receivers, mediocre running backs, strong tight end. Um, Now the world is ours. Now the world is ours. And we have several options still, I think, at running back that could fill in should we need them to, such as Adrian Peterson and LeGarrette Blunt. Do you look at a quarterback yet, Dale? Because it has dried up a little bit. How 11 teams on this 12-team draft have already drafted a quarterback, meaning, you know, we can get the pick of the litter here as long as nobody starts drafting backups, which some teams will. Yeah. But you still got Big Ben. You've got Derek Carr. You've got Phillip Rivers, Stafford, Tyrod, and Andy Dalton. That's where my list stops at people that I feel comfortable with as my starter. 100% agree with you. So if we wait a little bit, I think Big Ben and Derek Carr will likely be gone, but we'll still be able to get Phillip Rivers. Um, but that's – I'm okay waiting several rounds more at, yeah. at quarterback. Uh, maybe just keep an eye on it. If you see a couple guys – you know, if you see three quarterbacks get taken off the board, maybe uh, your level of panic should rise a little bit and, you know, pull the trigger. But just keep an eye on it. We'll let you guys know how that pans out. Uh, we did talk about Garrett Blunt. He he lasted another round, I think, is – is it's about where he should go right now here in the eighth pick. Uh, I'm sorry, eighth round. Just to quickly ask, who's available wide receiver? Just well, to know. Yeah. Because sure. I would be okay, perhaps, depending on how many picks there are, 
maybe drafting Jeremy Macklin or Pierre Garcon, but I really like Macklin here and waiting to see who falls at running back, but I have to see how many running backs are available. You want to throw an e-bet here and uh, go uh, Garcon over Macklin? I will take Macklin over Garcon. I'll take and Garcon. It's, I, man, I don't know why I said that. It's so close for me, though. Like, it's not, it's not, I'm not that confident where, like, I want to make an eat bet. Yeah. But. That's why I was asking. If you're not confident, I'm not going to force the issue. They're, I mean, they're close. I just, I like Garcon a little bit better. Yeah. Here's the thing. If Hoyer plays more than eight games. Yeah. Garcon will win. Yeah. So I'm not really betting on Gar- against Garcon. <laughs> Fair enough. We, you, you don't have to take it. We'll, oh man, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We have we have some preseason to go. We we should, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel like yeah, I I do want to take it, but nah. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll we do have Garcon slash Macklin. We'll just say that, okay. Um, Cameron Meredith, Eric Decker, Kenny Britt. I think Kenny. I mean, no, that's 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 the next tier. I think yeah, Macklin I and Garcon are in one by themselves. And everybody to, else is the next one. I want to bring so one. running backs though. I want to see how many running backs are in this tier in my tier here. Sure. Go. Okay. So we've got uh, Adrian Peterson, the Garrett Blunt, theoretic, which I don't want because we've got Abdullah, but he's in that tier with him. Um, and then there's a oh, um, and then there's a next step with Jonathan Stewart, and that's about it. We've got Perrine or Pirine, Pirine, Samaje Pirine. Uh, is uh, is also an option. And if we get into the later rounds, I do like CJ Prosites as an option, as well as Duke Johnson. So I'll give you your choice here, but for me, it's Adrian Peterson and the Garrett Blunt or uh, <clears throat> the two wide receivers that we mentioned. Yeah. Which are Macklin and Garcon. Macklin slash Garcon. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the Garrett Blunt here. We talked about him last round. I wouldn't have had a problem getting him in the seventh round. And he's here okay. in the early eighth. I don't love him here. I, I would rather have Macklin, but go for it. Fine. Okay, we'll do Blunt. We're All drafting right. Duke Johnson later. I'm going to force you into that. <laughs> uh, I have my eye set on somebody down down the list here. We'll talk about him in a minute. So uh, we we have Jamison Crowder and like Garrett Blunt and basically Paul Perkins sitting on our bench right now. After we picked Blunt, uh, Adrian Peterson and Jonathan Stewart were picked right after. The great Jack Doyle was picked in the late eighth round, along with Deshaun Jackson, James White, and Eric Decker. Pierre Garçon went keep going. nine one. <laughs> Duke <No>! Johnson <laughs> was no! picked the pick before us. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, but um, is Macklin on the board? And Macklin is on the board, and I'm surprised Ooh! that he's going. Yeah, Macklin went eight round is going eight eight picks after Gosson. I think they should be closer to back to back, especially in the PPR. Yeah, I agree, and I'm really surprised that Duke Johnson was drafted already. Uh, it's a little early, especially for the robots that we're drafting against. Crazy run on running back there, right? Crazy run on running back that we just triggered. So I'm very happy that we just went Legarrette Blunt. Yes, because right now. A whole round later, we can get Jeremy Macklin, if you're okay with that pick. Yes, I am. Let's, there's really no debating it. Jeremy Macklin's 100% okay with me. Love it. Yeah. Because after, Love it. after this, it goes into the next tier of Meredith, Parker, Britt, Cobb. 
So I'm I'm genuinely shocked that Duke Johnson went though in the middle of the ninth. <laughs> He's going so much later than in most drafts. Uh, let's see, Duke Johnson's ADP is one eighteen. So he was picked uh, nineteen picks. No, yeah, nineteen picks early. Okay. So we're fine. getting we're getting Jeremy Macklin here. Jeremy Macklin. All right, I got somebody. I hope. Uh, let's see. After we pick Jeremy Macklin, um, Matt I will Forte say this: went. we are now in the tenth round. Yeah. I really like Big Ben and Derek Carr. They're both top ten quarterbacks for me. We're in the tenth round. Yeah. Do we risk going a whole round and a half? where it's going to take to come back where somebody might take a backup quarterback or do you want to just keep rolling the dice man i'm a gambling man i'd really look right now getting ben or Carr, i think is good value uh rivers is great value at this point i think right man i just jaquiz jaquiz rogers still on the it's still on the board yeah it's still on the board in the 10th round i you know the beginning get at least three games right You'll get a great early three games if, you know, we have Carlos Hyde and Amir Abdullah, which who knows how they're going to work out. We can get you Quiz Rogers, who's going to get 20 touches a game for the first three weeks. Right. Both me and you, like we talked about earlier in this episode, we're believers in Martin. But, man, this late, we have three bench spots remaining. Putting Jaquiz Rogers and waiting one more round for a quarterback might really pay off, in my opinion. Okay. Let's do it. I'm okay with that. Okay. And in season, I would already start thinking about maybe if I can make a trade for, for Doug Martin, and then I get Tampa Bay running back and see what happens. Right, exactly. Or, you know, after one game, after Jaquiz Rogers gets 90 yards and a touchdown that first game, somebody's going to want him. Just sell him to the Doug Martin owner who's already feeling uneasy that Martin <laughs> might lose his job. Exactly. The better Rogers does, the, uh, the more, um, yeah, the worse it looks for the Martin owner. All right, so right. I'm getting Rogers here. In the 10th round. 10th round, yes, sir. Still no quarterback was taken after him. So we can continue rolling the dice. Our first defense went off the board in the Seahawks yep. defense at 10 8, yep. which is ridiculous. Yeah, don't do that, a folks. Bunch of wide receivers just went, followed immediately after by a bunch of running backs, <laughs> including Jeremy Hill, Joe Williams, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams. Uh, Denver Broncos defense, Houston Texans defense. Please don't be that guy. Um, <clears throat> but Big Ben and Derek Carr still on the board. Are you, are you a fan of Jamal Williams, the uh, handcuff to Ty Montgomery, and late eleventh? I think I'm okay with that. That's a decent pick. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll get he'll get some work. Yeah. Who's to say he won't be the goal line guy? Exactly. You, you never know. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. You really don't. I I don't think that running back position is done yet. I don't think they know exactly how they're going to distribute it. They want Ty Montgomery to be the guy. But uh, in a half PPR league, you've got guys still on the board like Chris Thompson, who's interesting to me, uh, who might get you some value in an offense where they're going to dump off to the running back You know, for some of those passes. Um, Chris Thompson did, is Eat Sleep Fantasy's best friend. Right. And... Um, I do have to ask, is your boy at the wide receiver position still available? Uh, I'm sure he is. Is that who you're talking about? 
Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> Ted, okay. Ted Ginn. Yeah, he's still there. There's, there's a few, you could probably uh, get him next round, right? Maybe mm-hmm. go Chris Thompson here and get Ted Ginn in the next round? Perhaps. Uh, we're waiting on quarterback because nothing was taken. Uh, right. So we're going to keep rolling the dice. We have two more bench spots, defense, kicker, and a quarterback left. Two more bench spots, defense, kicker, and a quarterback. All right, you want to try to see if we get Chris Thompson followed by Ted Ginn followed by our quarterback? <laughs> Is that the plan you want to go with? I'm okay with that. That's big-time gambling. Um, but since it's a mock, we really have not. <laughs> I don't know if I would take the risk and get Chris Thompson over. Getting a quarterback here. Let me see. Let me see real quick. Somebody's going to take. See, the thing is, I really like Big Ben. Right? Okay. He was so highly touted last year. Yeah. And the reason I was down on him, not necessarily his injuries, but because Martavis was out. That offense is very different when you have Martavis, Lev Bell, and Antonio Brown all in that offense. Yeah. They're going to be, for me, the best offense in football. Yeah. Don't forget about Jesse James. Really? Just don't. I'm just saying. Don't forget. Eric Eric Defer, Decker's wife. <laughs> Jesse James Decker. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Okay, fine. Go. I really don't care about Chris Thompson. I still think we'll get Ginn. Go ahead and take Big Ben if you're okay with that. Okay. I, that that at least gives takes a little risk out of our draft. We're picking Big Ben here. I I really like Ben in that spot. I know that he's probably going to miss a few games. So but yeah, right, we pick Ben in eleven nine. So back of the eleventh round. Back of the eleventh. Uh, so, so I'm okay after, with that. He's a top after, ten quarterback for me. After we picked Ben Roethlisberger, the Chiefs, Adam Thielen, Darren McFadden, Derek Carr, and Shane Vereen went off the board. Thielen is a good uh, value there at the last pick of the eleventh round. I like it. Um, so your choice, you want Thompson or do you want Ted Ginn as one of our last two bench spots? I would say, or do you have anybody else that you're looking at? I think, uh, let's see, we're in the 12th round, fourth pick overall. I personally, just because man, Chris Thompson does look nice here though. Mm hmm. I'll let you pick. I'm, I'm not going to let my love of Ted Ginn get in the way because I do I, like him. I, I don't I don't care. I just don't think Kid Ginn was going to drop another pick, but we could try it. Let's let me see the overall rankings. Uh, you're here. Yeah. So we've got uh, Ebron Taylor. Uh, where is uh, Where is Ginn and where's Thompson on these? Just want to uh, see who's see. higher. Yeah, Ginn's higher. Okay. Just based on where in the world is Chris Thompson on this list? I don't know. He's pretty far down. Yeah. yeah um. Down. I still, I would take I would take Thompson here and and see if we get gain on the back. That's fair enough. Uh, right it's now, our highest bench, rated running back. That's we're left. We're, ac- we're actually very balanced. We have two wide receivers and two running backs on our bench. We do have a running back sitting on our flex and Paul Perkins. So. Um, right now, think, yeah, we have five running backs, four wide receivers, one quarterback, one tight end. I, I would take one more running back to feel confident that okay. we can manage the plug and play throughout the season. All right, we'll take best friend of the of uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy, Chris Thompson. Best, best friend. We, Everybody we, who comes on our show is our best friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, Ted Ginn did fall to us. 
Ooh. pretty much a top. By the time uh, the 13th round Rex comes along. Burkhead, Dale? What about Rex Burkhead? <laughs> 20 pick, twenty quarterbacks have been taken by the time the uh, 13th round came around. So I'm Ooh, good with I'm good I'm without Rex Burkhead. Take, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we did take our big Ben there. Yeah. Um, and now we're looking at some wide receivers. The next Just take Ted Ginn, man. Okay. Ted Ginn, Kevin I like White. Him. He's going to have some value in that offense. I think he's gonna have a lot of value. If said, if you if you want to go round, super 13th, high upside, I mean, Kevin White's not a bad pick. Is there anybody else in the thirteenth round that you can pick that's gonna have ninety plus targets? Is there anybody else? Maybe I Kevin mean, White. Ninety plus targets, you think? Uh, Richard Perriman won't. Tyler Lockett won't. I mean, Cole I'm Beasley if uh, Des gets hurt mm, again. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's Zay Jones. <laughs> John there's Ross. A, there's, there's nobody guy, here. If our draft kept going, or if it, you know we wanted a like a home run hitter, I do like Taylor Gabriel late. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, late. He's a great late pick, in my opinion. But I think Ted Ginn. There's no better receiver right now that you can get in the bottom of the 13th round that's going to get 90 to plus targets. We're taking Ted Ginn here. I'm 100% okay with that. I think this is a. This is a steal of the draft here. Okay. I think this is our biggest value was Ted Ginn. Really? Okay. That's our biggest value. Right, for for where we got him? Okay. No. Big Ben, I guess, would be number one. We got Big Ben Lee um, and then Ted Ginn. Okay. So we are looking at a defense and kicker right now. We have New England, which I'm a big fan of this year. The Panthers, New England, I'm a fan of their defense this year. Carolina Panthers, yeah, Giants. I'd rather have the Eagles. Patriots. I think – here, Patriots is a great pick. Not great. Yeah. That's I, I need to stop using that word. Great is not everything. But Patriots <laughs> here is great. All right. So we're taking Patriots, second to last pick. And we will take a kicker, the very last pick. Let's see who our kicker is going to be. Uh, let's see. We have Will Lutz, Matt Prater, Sebastian Janikowski, and Cairo Santos. I got, I got two guys that I like to pick here, and that is the Tampa Bay kicker and the Kansas City kicker. You so got to give me names. Um, Cairo Santos is the one for the for the um, Chiefs, yes. and Aguayo is the one for the Bucks. Uh, I think Roberto. Roberto Aguayo. You got to roll the R's. Uh, Cairo Santos is actually still available, so I would take him. Yeah. All right. Bam. I also like Matt Bryant too, but he's going like at the top. All right, so I will read you. Sorry, what happens when I get to kicker rounds is I get bored because it's kickers. <laughs> so let me uh, just go through our draft, and I think for all of you guys, we will post a draft analysis uh, from one of our writers on our site. We'll tweet it out as well and put it on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but our team consists of Big Ben. Carlos Hyde, Amir Abdullah, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, Travis Kelsey. Then our flex positions could be anybody from Paul Perkins, Jamison Crowder, LeGarrette Blunt, Jeremy Macklin, Jaquiz Rogers, Chris Thompson. Ended up the draft with Ted New Ginn. England Patriots. Oh, yeah, and Ted Ginn. And we got New England Patriots and Carlos Santos. What I do you really think? don't like when you read things with a Spanish accent. Does it feel like I'm uh, faking? Did it, yes. Does it sound real at all? It's it sounds. If you just saw me say Caro Santos, do I sound Spanish? No. Dang. Okay. Anyways, um, 
I Oops. really like the team names that are automatically generated on this website. Abdullah Oblongata, Brit the Bullet, What the Ref, Legally Blunt, Tuck and Roll, Living on a Prater, Stop Hayden. No? Bragging Our, Brown Bells. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah, it's getting worse. Like RG3PO, that's not <laughs> that's no longer relevant. But right. Abdullah Oblongata, like you got to go with that. Yeah, if you're, okay. if you're, okay. we, we got Abdullah on our team. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So, um, guys, again, if you want to uh, interact with us, talk to us, you can always email us, eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. Twitter, uh, we're very active there. Eatsleepff is our Twitter. You can go on Instagram, find us in the same name. Eat Sleep Fantasy on Facebook. Like, right. How can you not talk to us? We have so many outlets for you We're, to email Brito and tell him how much he sucks. On Facebook, our contest is almost done for oh, our yeah. Jeremy Hill uh, autographed football. If you want to enter that, very simple. Like our page and like the picture of the contest. Yeah. That is all you have to do. That's like Right now... Picture. Uh, Facebook, because our Facebook is brand new. It's not our Twitter, which, you know, thousands of people saw that Twitter post. And wait, you know, wait, 400... Face- Facebook is not brand new. Facebook has been around for a while. Our Facebook is brand new. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, you don't have many, very much competition if you just like the page and like. It's got like a hundred and something on it. Yeah, so you've got a pretty good odds to win. Yeah. Um, oh, and then last but not least, if you want to get into our listener league, how can they do that, Dave? All you have to do to get in the Listener League is review us either on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on. I understand not everybody has iTunes. iTunes, I think, is looked at the most out of all the others for reviews. So we'd really appreciate if you reviewed us, took a screenshot, copied, pasted, whatever you had to do, and email it to eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. We're compiling compiling the list now. Um, Listener League, probably 16-team league with one host in it that you can beat up on. And I think that's it. The reviews really help us. If you ever want to call us, 507-69-SLEEP. Wow. Anything else, though? Um, nope. I think that's it. For Christian Brito, I'm Dale. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Talk to McRib. you later. McRib! <laughs> Eat fantasy. Eat